Welcome to Keeping It Real. Episodes may contain some explicit wording. Be careful. Do not regard any of the information shared here as expertise in any area. Use your own discretion. Hello, folks. Thank you very much for joining me today. Or this evening or whenever it is that you're listening to this. Today's topic, it's a wide-spanning topic of major concern to all human beings on planet Earth. Fitness. Okay, it comes in uh, many different shapes, forms, and fashions that we could speak about this topic. Uh, Many paradigms that we could speak about. Um... Let's keep it general. Let's talk about what matters the most. How to stay in shape for life. That's a different paradigm from the average request of, I want to lose some weight or I want to gain some muscle. Lots of people just disregard their health. Um, They decide they have a specific physical goal or status that they're wanting to attain like I want to be a bodybuilder. I want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or I want to be a uh, figure superstar. I don't have any names that come to the top of my head at the moment in that division. Um, But these are competitive athletes and these are extreme physiques we are speaking about right here. Um, That's on a whole nother spectrum. A lot of people... The, the majority, it's summertime. I want my beach body. I want to look good at the swimming pool, at a barbecue, at my um, best friend's backyard party tomorrow or yeah, whatever, a month from now. I've got a month to get ready for it. That's usually what it is. People put stress on themselves in a certain period of time to get ready for something. Or, I've got a photo shoot coming up. I'm getting married in three months, and I've got to lose this belly. Or, it's something of this nature, etc., etc. I mean, I could go on and on. It's There's always a reason. We're not happy with the the status of our physique or our health at the moment. Usually, it's a more vain proposition we're speaking about here. It's talking about the way you look. But if you don't like how you look, if you're disgusted by what you see in the mirror when you take your clothes off, then more than likely, your health is not doing very well either. And I'm guessing you probably haven't had that checked out. Maybe you have. Maybe you're already on medications to try and control something that's out of whack like your cholesterol or um, blood pressure. So anyways, with these things in mind, um, let's talk about how we can think more about your health span. 
that's a different word than lifespan. We're always talking about our lifespan. Yeah. Zero to 80 years old. Say I live to be an 80 year old man. Well, that's great. That would be a long life. But say by the age of 40, I'm having serious health problems. Um, that next 40 years could be complete hell on earth for me living in this body. I could want to be dead. I could be wishing and counting down the days, saying this is misery. I feel like shit, but you're literally in control of so many of the factors that could control this zero to 80 years of age. Okay. By 40, Maybe the next 40 years of your life, you could have a wonderful health span. You will slowly decline. There is no doubting that. The body is made to degrade and to slowly decompose and return back to the earth, back to the ashes. From whence it came, as everything does, is it's the cycle of life. Um, so... But we could take that last 40 years and we could dial it up to where instead of having an achy back, a killer knee, uh, lung problems because I smoke, uh, cirrhosis of the liver because I'm drinking too much, uh, high blood pressure, um, high cholesterol because I'm eating a McDonald's diet and uh, other junky food. Sorry, McDonald's. I know you're trying. You've got a healthy options menu now so don't come sue me um anyways but you know what i mean it's it's instead now let's make healthy choices let's put some exercise in that last 40 years and instead that lifespan of zero to 80 it turns into a health span that's worthwhile where if you look back at the other Example I was giving you from zero to 40 years old might have been okay, but 40 to 80 years old, that health span was complete dog shit. The guy was just simply getting worse and worse and more decrepit and wishing and hoping for some ailment really to take him out before he could reach the age of 80. Because all he does is turn into a cripple and he can't enjoy his life. And then above and beyond that, he is a burden on someone else. And that's not enjoyable. I mean, you're not going to enjoy putting a burden on those around you, your kids, grandkids, whoever it is that's around you as you go into your elderly years. I know you kids that are listening right now, if you're teenagers or in your 20s or thinking you're still invincible, well, you're fucking not. I thought the same thing. It all catches up with you eventually. But we can combat these things. We can slow down the aging process. And we can make it where this man that was going from um, 40 to 80 and having a shit life, instead he could have a great life. He could be mobile. He could be squatting down and sitting on the commode. That could be a problem for people when they get around 70 or 80 years old. They need grab bars and stuff like that. Go outside, kneel down and grab the newspaper. Go for a morning walk and enjoy the beautiful sunset. These things don't even seem like a big deal right now to a lot of people. But as you age and get into your elderly years, 
it's going to be very important to you. So I was mentioning when we're younger how it's so much different. Well, if you're young right now, you already know what I'm about to tell you. But if you're older, here's a little reminder. You remember when you were young, how you bounced right back from a night out partying with your homeboys? You're drinking. You might have been doing some drugs. You got blasted. You don't even remember how you made it home. You get up with a little headache. No big deal. You're just you get up, eat some junk food, eat some trash, drink some water, some Gatorade, whatever. You're going to work. It's, it, maybe it's not even the weekend. I mean, I've had plenty of those times when I was younger where that was the case. I literally would go drinking and partying and get up the next day and go to work. When you're young, you recover quickly. You're very resilient. Say you get injured. One thing most younger people notice, and those older folks that I'm speaking to, you notice when you were young, you get injured, you heal quick. When you're older, recovery time is much, much slower. I figure this is as good a time for a jackass story as any. So I'll tell you one of my jackass stories from youth. When I was about 22, 23 years old, um, I used to go with a group of my friends. We'd get about eh, eight to ten of us. Mixed guys, girls, all very rambunctious, loved drinking lots of alcohol. Um, One of the fun places we would go to uh, would be putt-putt, golfing games. And once upon a time here in this great state of Texas, I don't know if they have this in every state, they had golf carts, or not golf carts, uh, go-karts, sorry, very fast ones too and very dangerous which is why we loved going there for the danger um so yeah we'd get shit faced drunk I remember this was during a winter time I was in full coveralls with a ski mask on I looked like a guy from a fucking horror movie that is ready to knife some bitch to death or hack a motherfucker's head off. I'm scary looking as shit. All my other friends, I'm sure they look terrifying too. Um, we didn't exactly dress appropriate for occasions and for children being around and stuff like that. So um, once we are out on the course, then our whole goal is to wreck each other. We're trying our hardest to ram people into the rails, uh, catch people in a compromising position, bash into them. I remember seeing pieces of the golf cart or go-karts, excuse me, once again, go-karts, like gears, bolts, pieces of machinery flashing by my eyes, (laughs) rolling across the asphalt as we were doing these shenanigans. And it was stupid. It was so freaking stupid. But when you're young, that's what you are. You're usually fucking stupid. And I was no exception. I did stupid shit. So there's docking bays where you bring your golf carts in. 
And after we all get through ramming the fuck out of each other, there's parts and pieces coming off people's go-karts. Some people's are quitting on them. I'm very surprised they didn't already throw us out at this point. But I am coming in for the last round. And there's a docking bay. And the curb on the docking bays are about, eh, I'd say a foot and a half, two and a half foot tall. And I had got um, turned cockeyed kind of sideways coming in and I was stuck I was about to back up well guess what a friend of mine was coming and saw a perfect opportunity I couldn't escape he came into me as fast as he could and t-boned my golf cart go go card goddamn motherfucker go cart <laughs> he t-boned my go go cart and my face slammed into the steering wheel Blood's going everywhere. My foot gets jammed into the cart pedal. Um, uh, I hit my chest somehow too. I am fucked up. I can't even get out. They had to pull me out of the cart and they basically threw me on the ground. I could barely breathe. I was bleeding. They were asking to call an ambulance. I said, no, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine because I'm young and I'm resilient. Like I'm telling you, young and resilient. So I eventually stand back up onto the fencing and I'm holding myself up. I'm limping. I can tell my ankle is swelling really bad. Uh, the manager's out there going, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here and never come back again. You guys can never come back to this place. And, oh, well, we pretty much figured that by the end of this episode. So we're laughing our ass off. We had fun. Even me bleeding and in a complete heap. Thought it was pretty funny that my friend fucking crippled me for life, which I didn't know at that moment. Um, he just, I just thought it was a minor injury. So, uh, anyways, after this event, well, I'm limping for two weeks. I'm going to work like this. I'm still able to work. I was holding down a job called, uh, uh, at a place called Parachem, working with chemicals, mixing batches for, um, companies like Home Depot, Menards, companies like that. They use, uh, adhesives, different kinds, ceramics, uh, you know, things of this nature. Um, some of it was anyways, that's a whole nother story. Who gives a fuck about that? Where I was working. The point is I was injured. So I took a picture of my ankle back then. I don't know if I still have it, but it was like grapefruit size, black and blue. It was pretty obvious, like tendon, ligament damage, muscle tear. Um, and I just thought when I was young, yeah, it'll heal. No big deal. I heal from everything. So I let it pass. Eventually, the limping went away and I was able to start using my um, ankle again. I could do um, calf extensions. I could walk normal. Um, I couldn't do calf extensions with any depth. I noticed the depth was gone from my calf extensions. I had good calves at the time and I was able to years later finally get the full range of motion back by continuously trying and trying again to do it. But there was obviously a tear there. I didn't realize it until I'm 41 now. About 10 years ago, I started having uh, issues with my calf and noticing that it was shrinking. That's because 
the ligament had detached from the muscle tissue. That's how freaking crazy I was when I was young. Okay, you don't even pay attention to this shit. You should be in the doctor getting your calf reattached to your ligament tendons down in your ankle. And instead, you just go home and finish the night drinking with your buddies and go to work and carry on about your life. That is the wonder of youth. So great story. Here I am today with a deformed right calf muscle because of my idiot friend T-boning me at the go-kart place and tearing my uh, ligament that attached to my calf muscle. And here I am today. That's, that's it. Nothing I can do about it. It's, it's, it's not going to grow back. I don't know anything you can do about it at this point once it's been that many years. So anyways, that's a youth story, a uh, jackass story. So one of mine, anyways, I'm sure I'll share some more of my jackass stories with you. I have plenty of jackass moments. So I'll continue on with where we were at. Since you don't just bounce right back from partying, drinking, small injuries, uh, recovery from your workouts, things like that, well, you got to start thinking how to do things a little differently. Recovery is a big part also as you age. Sleep, things of this nature matter a lot. You notice when you're young, you sleep a lot. That's also because you're still growing. Recovery naturally slows down as the body ages. One of the best ways to start the day is just simply, let's keep it simple, with a walk. Your body is in a fasted state when you wake up in the morning. Okay, there is metabolic processes continuing throughout the whole evening while you sleep. Your heart is beating. You are breathing. There is digestion taking place. Maybe you didn't eat right before you went to bed, but a couple hours earlier, maybe you did. That's still digesting. It's still burning calories. You're dreaming. Your brain is running all these different faculties inside of your body and so on. All of this stuff going on for six to eight hours is burning a lot of calories. I don't know the exact amount, but anybody want to look this up? I'm sure you're going to be surprised from six to eight hours. It's quite a bit of calories that you burn when you are sleeping. And keeping that in mind, you're fasted. So as I said, get on outside And start the day with a walk. Try to meet the sunset. Get up with the sunset. Get the sun in your eyes. The vitamin D is good. It's good for your circadian rhythm. If you don't know about your circadian rhythm, it's it's getting you in balance with the sun coming up and the sun going down so that your body knows when to wake up and when to go to sleep. This is very good, especially as you age. When you're younger, uh, pulling those all-nighters is different. And, of course, I know some people are just built different. Some people like to stay up late and sleep more during the day, light hours. You could be a shift worker and not have a choice. Um, There are studies that suggest this is horrible for you and can cut years off your life. So just so you know, try and stick with the circadian rhythm of the sun coming up and going down. It's better for you. Um, If you can't access 
the outdoors to go for a walk for some reason you have an issue with that maybe there's just, it's just the neighborhood or whatever you got a treadmill handy if you do use that and if you don't have a treadmill at your house, maybe you have a uh, recumbent bike, any other kind of cardiovascular equipment. We're trying to get 30 to 60 minutes of steady state cardio in a fasted state. Your body has not had any food yet. You wake up, you get some water in you and get some cardio in. Walking, treadmill, recumbent bike, maybe take a short trip to the gym get on any cardio equipment they have just remember you don't have any stored carbs you burnt them off during the evening time while you are asleep that's why they call breakfast break fast breakfast you get it so there you go every day you can knock out a little bit of fat and do something Get your blood pumping. Get your lymphatic system moving. Walking also goes hand in hand with breathing. Some folks seem to have a very difficult time breathing. They're mouth breathers. You should be able to breathe through your nose. You lose a lot of your body's internal moisture by breathing through your mouth all the time. Also, a lot of your defense mechanism is through breathing through your nose it also acclimates the temperature of the air coming in moisturizes it correctly it's there's there's so many different factors that play into this here but the oxygen is actually going to be better coming in through your nose than through your mouth so try and breathe through your nose as much as possible it's more of a desperation move to open your mouth it's when you have no other choice. Usually you should be running or something serious to be breathing through your mouth. Or you should have a serious sinus infection. <laughs> and you better go to the damn doctor and get that checked out then. All right. So walking and breathing being the beginning. If you can't do this well, how are you going to run? Like I just said, what about moving on? How, how are you going to squat? How are you going to bench press? You can't do these things if you can't even take a simple walk. Just try and get used to taking the walk in the morning. It's a great way to start the day and burn a little bit of extra fat every single day. Great for your body. Great way to start the day. Releases endorphins. That's your feel good. Um, hormones, chemical wash that can come over your brain and your body and make you feel all good and fuzzy. Why not do that? Walk with purpose when you do it. Quicker than a casual trot with your hands in your pocket. I mean, come on, move. A little bit of purpose like uh, Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger's behind you. Maybe not that quick, but you know what I mean. Just a little quicker than normal, a fast-paced walk. Um, Let's get on to your diet. Diet's very, very important if we're going to talk about fitness and we're going to talk about health span. You don't just start cutting calories. No, no, no. It's a big mistake many people make. It's the calories that you eat that matter, not cutting them. 
like Weight Watchers. Sorry, I'm calling out names today. I probably shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to be in the court system really soon fighting lawyers that I can't. So uh, I'll just move to Mexico. Um, Anyways, so Weight Watchers, let me just tell you, they do a calorie counting system. You can eat a pile of shit every fucking day if you want to with Weight Watchers. I can have fucking cake. If I don't eat anything else, fuck you. That doesn't work. You're not going to change. First of all, you're starving all day. Then you give your body a pile of fucking shit to eat with no nutritional value, an insulin spike to turn everything straight into body fat. Fuck you. No, that does not work. It's the calories you eat that matter. So... Don't get hip on all these dietary schemes because there's so many out there. This Think about the way the human body was designed before everybody got all intellectual about this. You had to eat whole foods, okay? You had to eat naturally. This is something that most people can't even fathom. Just try to start committing to a certain meal time. Like three times a day where you're going to have meals. Your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. So we're not having starvation mode kick in. Intermittent fasting, doing prolonged fasts have a purpose. Yes, but that is later on. We are talking the beginning right now. With basic dietary guidelines. Start off with trying to set basics for you to eat meals at certain times of the day. Cut out junk. Cut out crap. The shit foods. The ones I just was hollering and screaming and acting like a fucking maniac about. You want whole foods, organic foods, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, um, and other meats. Try to avoid uh, glyphosates, the Roundup poison that is being sprayed on every damn thing that's being grown out there these days. It's very hard to avoid, and you pretty much can't find out if it's on there or not, so it's pretty hard to do. Just try. And a lot of people that I just mentioned all this organic, grass-fed, grass-finished, no glyphosates, blah, 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 you can't afford this stuff. You're going, I got a Walmart budget, bro. I can't afford that shit. Well, even Walmart now has some good choices for you to pick from. You don't have to just eat fucking garbage because you can only shop at Walmart. Look, pay attention to your nutrition labels. Pay attention to the marking on the packaging. If it says no sugar, then it's probably high in fat. If it says there's no fat, then it's probably high in sugar. Just look at the nutrient panel. Number one, avoid fucking sugars, period. Cut that shit out. All right. No sugars. Fuck sugar. Fuck you, sugar. I'll fucking kill you. Sugar is demonic evil, like the glyphosates and the um, other things that I was talking about. Um, So anyways, sorry. Let's move on. So you can't afford the healthy ist of all diets. Just trying to eat cleaner. Um, 
the main thing here's what I'm trying to point at. Okay, so you d- don't don't drop off the the map here. Don't just push the stop button because I talked about some healthy shit that you can't afford. Main thing I'm saying is don't eat meals like hamburgers and fries. Don't eat meals like a sandwich with some processed nasty freaking meats and plastic cheeses thrown in it with mayonnaise and ketchup and other shit with some corn chips that have all sorts of polyunsaturated fat fucking oils it's fried in that's just gonna clog your arteries and turn you into a pile of shit okay that's all i'm saying start making your own foods whole foods they say like listen you, if you don't believe in God, you don't have to believe in this. But if if God made it, eat it. If man made it, don't fucking touch it. Okay? You can put that however you want. If the universe did not make it, then I don't eat it. If Scientology did not create it, I will not touch it. Xenu did not make my chicken. I cannot have it. Or he will not give me my planet. Whatever the fuck you think. Okay? I'm just saying, Whole Foods, you don't have to be a genius to figure this shit out, okay? This is so easy. And that's what I'm trying to express to you. It's simple. There's some big words, and lots of people will make you think they're super experts by throwing these words out there and tricking you into buying their diet plans because they're so fucking smart. Fuck that. It's It's easy. Start making your own foods. Learn how to cook. It's simple. Like throw some 93.7 ground turkey into a freaking pot with olive oil and cook it. Is that hard? Did I just tell you something fucking complicated? No. And there you go. That's a wonderful source of protein. Or you could use leaner ground beef or whatever it is that you like. It's simple. Just get the whole foods and cook them. Don't let other people make your food for you because if you do, they will taint it with nasty stuff and preservatives are included and it's sprayed down with shit. You don't know what's in it. You don't want to touch it. You don't want to eat it. Trust me. Make it yourself. Okay, stop eating out of packages and boxes. This goes right along with what I was just saying. If you look on a package or a box and there's more than two ingredients in it, then you probably don't want it. If it has 20 fucking ingredients with chemical names you can't pronounce or identify, well... Leave that shit alone. Don't touch that shit. All right? Leave it right on the shelf. It looks pretty great packaging. They've done great marketing campaigns. They get their little jingle stuck in your head. And it's, buy me, buy me, buy me. They put it where it's it's right by the fucking checkout. Oh, God damn, I want that fucking chocolate bar. Mmm. Oh, look at them motherfucking chips right there. Those sure would be crunchy and delicious and salty on my tongue. Mm. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it, man. 
stay away from it. Whole Foods here. Whole Foods. I'm just I'm trying to have a come to Jesus meeting with you people. Uh, again, I don't know if you believe in him or not, but I'm uh, obviously Jesus would not approve of my cursing, but I am taking some liberties with my use of the English language because I do believe there is sometimes to use it and sometimes not. This is my podcast and I'm keeping it real. So with your meals, have some form of protein, some veggies and some carbs. All of them, whole foods, you know, try to make all of your own stuff. Don't think, oh, veggies, man, I'm going to cruise on over to the um, canned food aisle. I'm going to grab that shit in the can, and that's fucking good. I'm going to have that shit. It's easy. I just cut can open and dump that shit out. No, fucking don't do that. Look at the ingredients again. There's preservatives, the sodium's through the fucking roof. Okay, man, I'm just trying to remind you. If every once in a while you have to get frozen, that's the least dangerous, but let's stay away from the uh, canned foods, especially also the inside of canned foods are lined with BPA. That's a form of plastic that is horribly toxic and known to cause cancer in some studies. And we all are pretty aware of BPA being dangerous now. That's why they're making lots of bottles BPA free and blah, 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 blah. But who knows what other thousands of other chemicals are in that plastic that can leach off into your foods and waters. Um, I digress. So just cut your carb portions back. Okay. When you first start doing this, you're having protein, you're having veggies, you're having carbs, three meals a day. You're just starting out like this. Okay. If you're a big dude, maybe four meals a day, protein, veggies, and some carbs, just cut your carb portions back. Don't make them huge portions. Um, the more you can handle cutting carbs back, the more fat you'll lose. If anybody knows about the ketogenic diet, they know when you cut carbs out, you will expedite the loss of fat because your body doesn't have any energy from glucose, glycogen. Um, you don't have any of this in your body um, from the carbohydrates, so your body has to turn to using your body fat as an energy source exclusively. So ketosis produces ketones. And once you get to that point, you have good energy. But till you get there, it's miserable because I've done it before. Um, there's supplements now that can help you bypass the misery phase by giving you artificial ketones, which are super expensive. And if you're on a budget, that's just not going to work again. So let's keep it simple. Proteins, veggies, carbs, carbs in reasonable portions. Uh, most people eating clean with exercise, that's enough. If you will just simply do this, stay dedicated to it, you're going to see a difference very quickly. Because remember, you're getting off the hamburgers, sandwiches, chips, chocolate bars, ice cream, junk, 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 junk. The basic average American diet that is 
full of trash that does nothing but fatten you up and give you loads of health problems and help the pharmaceutical companies make lots and lots of money. Great for them and you if you have bought stock in any of their companies, but otherwise your body, it's not going to thank you. I promise you that. Not everything we eat gets digested. This is the next step to go on to. If you have serious bloating, cramps, gas after eating, well, your digestion is got some issues that you need to look into. Maybe you need to restore your gut microbiome or flora. Certain things cause inflammation. A large percentage of the population can't tolerate dairy or gluten. First of all, if you're going to start eating healthier, cut dairy out. I did that and immediately saw my physique go ahead light years because dairy has tons of freaking sugar in it. Even if you're doing 2% or low-fat milk, there's tons of sugar in it. Look at the nutrients. There's a panel on everything. Start reading those panels. It may say low-fat, no-fat. There's tons of fucking sugar in it. Fuck sugar, fuck sugar, fuck sugar. Can I say it again? Fuck sugar. (laughs) I kind of like saying it. Fuck sugar. Fuck you, sugar. Motherfucker. You want some shit? So, since we said fuck sugar enough, I'll say fuck sugar one more time. Um, I lost my uh, place, like what I was talking to you about since I got off on fucking sugar in the ass. Um, Dairy, that's what I was talking about. Okay. (laughs) So anyways, yes, dairy. Okay. No dairy. No, 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 no. Bad, 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 bad. Bad dairy for you. Stay away from that dairy. Don't you touch it. I'll slap the shit out of you. Um, I would just try quitting it for a while. I'm talking cheese. I'm talking yogurt. I'm talking dairy of any kind. Milk, cottage cheese. Everybody tells you yogurt's great and it that's going to cure your microbiome. They're in fucking shit for microbiome and fucking yogurt. And yogurt has tons of sugar. Dannon has tricked you. Read the label. Sugar, 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 sugar. Fuck sugar. Dannon, fuck your sugar. Okay, it may be great. You might like the taste. You don't care if there's sugar in it. Okay, Dannon's wonderful then. But for me, it's got too much sugar. I am not having a damn candy bar every time I sit down to eat. That's it. There's not really much difference. I mean, what does a Snickers have in it? 40, 50 grams of sugar? I don't know. Just a guess. I don't know what Dannon has in it. But I'm guessing, you know, if you could get out there and do an equivalence of the nutritional panel per quantity that you're eating that you're getting about the same amount of sugar. So all dairy, just try and cut it. Just, I'm trying to save you here, man. A large percentage of the population I said cannot tolerate the dairy or the gluten. They may have allergies. They may may have a microbiome that doesn't respond favorably and causes the bloating, the gas, all these other horrible things, diarrhea, 
diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Going up the ladder and you hear something splatter. Diarrhea. Cha cha cha. Uh, the younger people won't know nothing about this, but when you know, get to older people that are listening to this, they know all about the diarrhea thing when you were younger, making up the rhymes. It was fun. So, uh, okay, next gluten. Think about gluten as well. Gluten is one of those things that many people are very sensitive to. All I'm saying is try this dairy and gluten. Simply try cutting them out for a week or two and see if you feel better. If you have the problems with inflammation, with the, which are signs of cramps, gas, bloating, diarrhea, all these things that I'm talking about, if you have symptoms that are similar to this, like right after you eat, then let's just simply try for a little bit not touching dairy and gluten okay whole food diet minus dairy and gluten i really just don't know any way you can include these things it's going to be helpful or good for you anyways so cut them out man it's not a big deal seriously trust me on this now that all being said I'm not saying cut it out for the rest of your life. Don't think Jay here doesn't have him a piece of pizza every once in a while. Or maybe a hamburger. Yeah, I do. I might sneak out one evening and have me an ice cream. Yum, yum, yum. But you know how delicious it is to finally eat something like this? When you spend 90 to 95% of the time eating perfect, whole, good, clean, nutritious foods that your body loves, your body loves you for doing this. You keep it clean. You keep it healthy. You keep it where it wants to respond favorably for you. It wants to perform well for you. You think better. You move better. You have lower body fat. You look better. You're happier and healthier. So if if that's the way it's going, then why wouldn't you have a little bit of pizza every once in a while or uh, a hamburger every once in a while? Okay, we're still talking about inflammation, though. So let's talk about PUFAs. What the fuck is a PUFA? Okay, PUFA is a polyunsaturated fat. Um, These are things that oxidate very easily when cooking that we do not want. And you will notice it'll be in like every damn thing you eat that's in a box or a package. For some reason, very strange, isn't it? I can't tell you, man. Why? Why would they do such a thing to us? But basically, all I can tell you as of right now is you want to cook with olive oil, coconut oil, butter, like grass-fed butter, tallow, which is beef fat, chicken fat, some kind of fat coming from a animal that hopefully wasn't fed a bunch of garbage. So its fat's actually not containing a bunch of nasty shit. 
Um, so those are your things that you want to cook with. Okay. And then everything else that is listed on any of your foods, which you're not going to be eating like shitty foods. Um, you don't touch them, dude or chick or whatever human being. Um, it's just, just think of all these. It's like a soy oil, sunflower oil, sawflower oil, canola oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, hydrogenated oil, refined palm oil, any kind of palm oil, grapeseed oil, rice bran oil. I mean, good Lord, there's loads of these different kinds of oils that are absolutely freaking horrible. They're usually listed as hydrogenated fats. They're polyunsaturated. Poofas. And there's some that are borderline, but still, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to eat them. I'm not taking a freaking chance. Um, I'm just going to stick to the ones that I know that are absolutely the best. Like I said, tallow and lard from your animals. Um, olive oil is absolutely great. Coconut oil. Um, just keep it simple. S- stick with those. Let's not make this overly complicated, okay? Get away from the bullshit oils. The ones that are causing all sorts of diseases and cancers and crap like that. Just look up PUFAS. P-U-F-A-S. Look up the studies on PUFAS. Prepare to have your jaw drop. They don't want you to know this shit. It's in everything. If you've got any bags of chips sitting around or you've got some other uh, box of cereal or whatever it is, you would not believe the simplest crap that they find ways to put these oils in and use them as fillers and anything else because they're fucking cheap, man. They're cheap, they're garbage, and they destroy your health. Stay away from them. Basic supplementation. Let's keep it simple. Vitamin B complex. B12 is very important. We all need vitamin B12. All the B complex, though. B vitamins are great for um, providing energy to your body. Vitamin C. Very, very important for your immune system health. Get vitamin C in, please. Vitamin D. I mean, this is one you're probably hearing a lot about lately. At least for a guy, 5,000 IUs a day. Um, Our body is a photosynthesis machine like a plant is. We absorb sunlight and turn it into vitamin D. The darker your skin color, the harder it is for you to synthesize vitamin C. Keep that in mind. The lighter you skin you are, the easier it is for you to synthesize that vitamin D. So, anyways, get that in. Magnesium. Get magnesium in some form. There's many different kinds. They can do different things. I'm not going to list 10 different kinds of magnesiums and all the different kinds of things they do. Maybe I'll have a magnesium episode, but... Magnesium is a super important mineral for your body. 
keeps you calm, keeps the muscles firing. It's great for your brain. Um, there's so many good things that it does. Try and supplement magnesium into your diet and look into the different forms. There's some that's great for sleep. Are you just having problems sleeping? Well, get a glycinate. For daytime, get a carbonate. Magnesium, glycinate. Magnesium, carbonate. There's two. Keep it simple. You can look. There's different different forms. There's even uh, one company that's got a seven-in-one formula. Hey, bio-optimizers. They got the best damn um, enzymes out on the market, too, if you want to restore your gut health. Bio-optimizers. I am not being paid to say this. Okay. For nitrous oxide, blood flow, L-citrulline, L-arginine. Get these in if you want to improve improve the flexibility of your vascularity, arterial walls, so they will open up, dilate, and let blood flow freely through them. Very, very good before a workout, for a walk. Good all the time, anytime in my um, perspective. Get this stuff in. Um, essential amino acids, very, very good for muscle recovery, not branch chain amino acids because our body can make branch chain amino acids, get essential amino acids. These are the ones that your body can't make. It'll fill in gaps in your diet that you're not getting from whatever proteins you're taking in. And if you're working out at the same time, it will help you heal quicker. If you're getting older, then you're experiencing atrophy and your muscles are starting to disappear. Essential amino acids can be there to help you try and keep in place the muscle that you do have. Consider that. Okay, that's just short, sweet, simple on the supplements. Let's go to workout. A workout for a complete healthy physique. Totally. You want mobility. You didn't think I'd say that first. That's flexibility. The more you have, flexibility-wise, the more you have, the more muscle you're going to recruit during your exercises. Also, this ends up allowing you to have better balance if you are more flexible. So think big about mobility. When I was younger, I didn't give a shit about stretching. I just wanted to go in and throw around all the heavyweights. Ah, motherfucker. I wanted to go in and be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's all I gave a shit about. I wanted to pick up every heavy dumbbell and fucking sling it across the gym and fucking crush everything and fucking break the concrete. That's all that mattered to me. I just wanted to be big and devastate and scare and um, eat fucking iron for dinner. Um, That's stupid. I was a dumbass kid. So, anyways, in my... Later years, I've learned how mobility, yoga, stretching every single day, whatever it is that gets you into it, do it. Be more mobile. Be more flexible. Get into a routine every single day of making yourself flexible in some form or fashion. Find a routine that works for you. Get into a yoga class. I don't give a shit. Just get mobility in there. It's going to make you better. And for you meatheads that want to get bigger and stronger, then get more mobile 
so you can access more muscle fibers so you can grow them. Because your lack of mobility is going to make you grow awkwardly and eventually end up in a muscle tear or you're just going to have an awkward growth pattern. You're not going to have good symmetry. Okay, next, cardiovascular, better oxygen utilization, fat burning, energy production, blood circulation. Um, it helps for so many damn things, man. You need your cardiovascular when you're young. It's great. You might have to run from somebody dangerous or the cops. But when you get older, you just want to be able to have great blood circulation you want to be able to be healthy and not have to go face the doctor and be dealing with heart attacks coming up or you've already faced them. Um, also cardiovascular moving in and doing cardiovascular things requires movement and movement moves your lymphatic system and lymphatic system is the drainage for the sewage of your body helps move all the trash out of your brain and every other portion of your body your lymphatic system is just like the sewer system of your body so cardiovascular moving blood getting you oxygen burning fat it's just great try and include that as often as you can I would say that's almost an everyday activity too. Resistance weight training, guy or girl, very important. Girls, oh, I want to lift weights. I'm going to grow muscles and then I'm going to look like a dude. Fuck, no, you're not. Misinformation passed along for the ages. You don't have testosterone. Now, if you are injecting testosterone or some other kind of hormone into your body, well, fuck yeah, you're going to grow. And you're probably wanting to. But if you're a normal girl, your estrogen dominates your testosterone. Therefore, making it damn near impossible for you to instantly grow into some humongous beast bitch overnight. Okay? So that's not going to happen. So just go lift the weights because every little bit of muscle that you add onto your body, it burns calories. It's alive. Fat is dead. It's just storage. It does nothing but sit there. Put on two or three pounds of muscle from head to toe. It's going to improve the shape of your body. It's going to make you look better in all your clothes. And you're going to burn more calories doing nothing, sitting on your ass. That's why it's so easier for the guys that are more muscular to burn fat easier because they're more metabolically driven. They have a higher rate of calorie consumption even when they're sitting on their ass. The more muscle that you have, the more calories you're going to burn. So girls, don't neglect this. It's, it's very important. Okay, so above and beyond having more muscle, you do burn fat when you lift weights. That happens as well. Or it can happen. Um, stronger bones. This is something you ladies need as you get older. Osteoporosis sets in. Calcium deficiencies. Well, lift weights. Resistance training. Putting a burden upon your system makes the bones strengthen their self. 
So this is good for guys and girls, especially for women, um, middle age. Um, and then of course, elderly men, you need this because of course we've all heard the stories of older men, or you've had someone in your family who fell and their hip shattered or something horrible. And it's sad and it's terrible. Um, their bones are just like glass. So try and consistently keep putting some kind of resistance training into your weekly habits so that you can keep your bones denser. Um, of course, having more muscle makes you look better. Sorry, hands down. Guys and girls that lift weights, they're sexier. Um, it protects you from aging. I mean, that's just some of the good stuff about it. So different goals are going to vary specifically with your needs for each different modality. Now, how long before I see changes, Jay? Well, six to eight weeks. Be neurotic. Be strict. No alcohol, no chocolate, no chips, no cereal, no sugar, no ice cream, etc. All the fun, palatable things that you want to cram in your goddamn face. Stay away from them. Whole foods and diet plan. We've went through all this. Map it out. And stick to it. Can you do it? If you do, you'll say, Jay, you were right. I'm a different human being. Then, and only then, that you've proven you can do this, have a fun meal. Or a day, depending on what you accomplished. Be honest. Um, I usually do this. I'll have a cheat meal. A cheat day, depending on where I'm at with how happy I am with my physique and what I've been doing lately. Once you're happy where you're at, maintaining that is usually easy because you've learned the habits now in six to eight weeks. This is learning a habit, how to eat correctly. This is not a diet. It's learning how to eat right for life. Just loosen up and eat fun every so often. Okay? Okay, now for working out. Let's go over what you're doing at the gym real quick, okay? Don't mindlessly work out. Learn correct form for whatever exercise it is you are performing. I'm not going to go over all the damn exercises in the universe. Talk to a trainer at your gym. Look up some YouTube videos. There's so many resources. You can't tell me you can't find them. Okay? If you were in my hood, I'm in Texas, Jay would help you out. But more than likely, you're not, so can't help you. Use resources. The internet is a wonderful freaking tool. Some exercises use multiple muscles. Okay? But a lot of them use single muscles and we're trying to isolate. Isolation means using that one damn muscle, okay? That means go slow. Make a connection with every part of your body. And then think, if it's a bicep curl that I am doing, do I feel my shoulders, my back, and my legs? Why? Because you're not isolating. Stop worrying about flinging weight around. Feel the muscle that you want to work. Go slow now. 
mind muscle connection you feel the bicep pump the bicep continue to do the motion slow don't worry about weight we'll get heavier weights as we develop this connection as we learn to do the um, exercise correctly focus completely into the spot that you are working with all of your consciousness okay and that's about it for this episode of fitness and the basics of it that includes your working out and your dieting and everything else that i talked about god damn that was a lot of shit that we spoke about so use it to your best interest make the body of your dreams it's as easy as controlling what you put in your mouth and making a habit out of physical activity And you will look in the mirror and you will go, damn, I could have done this years ago. Lots of people are going to lie to you and sell you the magic pill. There is no magic pill. There is no quick way to do this. So don't fall for bullshit. Let's live in reality land for a little bit, folks. Everything that is good and great in life takes hard work, time, and energy. You put in little by little, day after day after day, week after week, month after month, and you see something wonderful. The things that pay you off quick are usually the shit you want to stay away from, like a fucking donut or ice cream. Oh my God, it's so good when you stick it in your face, but then later you feel like shit. Or you consistently do that thing that feels good instantaneously. Well, you're a fucking heroin addict. Or you're a fat fucking ice cream eating machine. (laughs) And good Lord, you don't want to be either one of those. So, there you go. I hope today has been informative and helped you make some decisions about your diet and your fitness program for the future and giving you some information that you can use so as always human beings out there in listening land i love you and thank you so much for listening to keeping it real and join me next time please subscribe and i'll see you then bye-bye